What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. The feeling of FOMO got us to passively invest in deals without, you know, properly wetting them. We got lucky in the sense that those deals ended up working in our favor. But we couldn't help but think with a little more intentionality in our strategy, those deals we invest in that were just good could have ended up being great. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Have you ever had FOMO? Like the fear of missing out. Wait a minute. I always say yes to everything, don't I? (laughs) There's nothing wrong with enthusiasm. But when enthusiasm gets overshadowed by overcompensating, well, that's when we get into some problems, right? Recently, we have someone ask us if we do everything together. I mean, we record this together, right? We travel together and we almost have the same shoe size. Almost. (laughs) At first, I was like, should we be offended? I definitely have my own life outside of that, you know? But the truth is, We do do a lot of things together because if we didn't, we definitely catch major FOMO. Yeah, while we do most things together, winding down at the end of the day, catching up with like my, you know, my soap opera (laughs) or even like my favorite baking show. And of course, drinking a cup of popo milk tea (laughs) by myself actually gives me a JOMO, the joy of missing out. So which one are you? The truth is we all catch FOMO from time to time. FOMO applies to everything, like when someone snags an exclusive and super trendy Omega Moonwatch by Swatch to see your friend on Insta trying out the latest dessert that you've been dying to try. Are we about to make the leave of faith from baked goods to apartment syndication? Yep. yep. <laughs> Back in the day, we would say yes to just about any investment opportunity because we're so full of excitement and full of gusto and, of course, passion. All we had were stars in our eyes ready to sign up for just about any deals that landed on our desk. But all of it was rooted in not the best place. You see, we had this irrational fear of missing out on a great investment opportunity. Even right now, right, Palm? Sometimes, yes, <laughs> for sure. We didn't want to let anything pass us by that may turn out to be awesome or we may regret. And then saying yes to things out of fear is probably not the best investment strategy, right? Highly not recommended. We have shared this before, but the feeling of FOMO got us to passively invest in deals without, you know, properly wetting them. We got lucky in the sense that those deals ended up working in our favor, but we couldn't help but think with a little more intentionality in our strategy those deals we invest in that were just good could have ended up being great. A few years ago, if anyone were to ask us what was our exact strategy when selecting a property, we probably would have stared at them back with a blank face because we absolutely didn't have a plan in place, but we were just hungry for more. Now, four years later into our apartment investing journey, we have grown wiser, sand wrinkles and gray hair, and have further redefined our investment criteria. 
Today, we're going in depth about what our exact criteria is when selecting property. After all, an idea without action is nothing. Are you ready? Let's get into it. To kick things off, let's talk location. Imagine a scenario you're about to meet with your friends for a dining at a restaurant you have never been to before in a part of town you really don't go that often. You heard that the food and the drinks are divine, but you really don't know what it looks like or where to park when you pull up. You don't want that dining experience with friends to be tainted by simple logistics, do you? Similarly, when it comes to real estate and choosing a location to invest in, a trendy or a major city isn't enough. You need to know more about the area other than that it's an upcoming bar scene. And when it comes to apartment investing, it definitely pays to be very granular into the locations. <laughs> definitely. These days, it's not enough for someone to tell you what Metroplex the apartment is located in, right? Like telling us that, hey, the apartment complex is located in Houston, Texas, or Dallas, Texas is way too broad. And while we aim to always invest in top tier communities, and then like in the terms of top tiers, we mean that something more than just a cool community, right? Some questions you should ask yourself when digging into other areas are factors including, does the property have easy access to major highways, tollways, and public transportation? Are there supply constraints in the area that will make it so that it can't meet the massive demand? Is it close to a major retail development? What major markets are there? How does a job economy shape up? In episode 52 of our Cash Home Multiplier podcast, seven challenging risks in apartment investing and how to handle them. We went over some other crucial questions to start asking when it comes to a location other than the food scene. We'll link it up for you guys in the show notes. Next up, let's look at, you know, the ABC. And no, we're not talking about the nursery rhyme here. We're talking about the class scale of apartments. We talked about this in other episodes. Episode 25, staying classy with the grading scale of apartments. When we invest, we're looking out for areas with high one mile radius medium household income, aka MHI. The higher the MHI, the more affluent and affordable our apartments will be for the resident. It was a huge win for us when we recently invested in an area where the MHI was above $124,000 and where the surrounding single family home value were as high as seven figures. Doing the due diligence upfront at the top will help you determine how to grade these opportunities accordingly. And since the cutie sisters only have star pupils, we're going for A and B grades apartments across the board. Focusing on grade A and B investments have the highest chance of performing even during a market slowdown. Speaking of strong schools, it's worth mentioning that parents tend to want to place their children in the best school. So here's a hack for you. Websites like niche.com and greatschools.org are free resources to verify schools by ranking. Now, niche.com is pretty good resource when it comes to median household income. Though they are not as granular, but at least they're giving you the MHI by zip codes. Yes, that's what, what I was going to say. So the next time you're scouting your class A, class B investment, start with schools and let those locations determine if the properties they are worth your while to invest in. We wish we would have started there four years ago. There are a lot of talks right now regarding not enough apartments coming online right now. Yes. To meet the demand of the household and apartment investor, this is our moment. According to a recent published report by CoStar, there's 4.3 million apartment units shortages in the United States. And there's no way in the foreseeable future that we'll be able to cut into that. Yes. But not all markets are created equal and their growth and overall performance will not be linear. What we didn't know in our FOMO day was that it's really important to see what areas have the highest rent growth and the highest demand. 
With the twist, you also want to ensure that there's no new or few apartment units coming online, aka being built into the submarket. Here are two questions to consider when you know it comes to submarket. How many units exist and are available to lease right now, currently in the area you're in, like you're looking to invest in? Base that number around the next question. What is the current construction pipeline? This metric will give you a good idea about what to expect for the up and coming complexes that could affect your property in the next three to five years. So you've heard of curb appeal, right? Our next tip for y'all, we wish we knew a few years ago, but it definitely had the same vibe. We're rebranding it into apartment attractions. What do we mean by this? Reflected on, you know, apartment units that are the most desirable in the marketplace. A good general place to start with is can that be considered desirable or attractive is property near strong school with unit of two to three bedroom because they attract families. Another perk not to dismiss, Nan, is attached garages. This is a convenience yes. that we cannot understate. Imagine the feeling of walking up two to three flights of stairs to your apartment only to realize, oh my gosh, oh my I God. left my phone in the car. Hauling back and forth is no fun, especially on a regular basis. The results are in, guys. Attached garages are hot when it comes to someone deciding which apartment they will lease up. The commute definitely wins people over. Aside from garages, another apartment attractions factor we consider is the vintage status. Unlike wine or Dior, apartments don't age well with time. Simply put, the newer the property, the better. Newer properties, for most part for the renters, are automatically considered safer and more technologically sound. Modern designs for today's living and energy efficiency are things not to be overlooked when making decisions about what type of apartments you should be investing in. Just like yourself, you and your apartment has value. And anyone who recognizes the value in themselves is always looking to bring the same energy to others. The same can be said for your newer assets. You know, we wish someone told us to always value add on what we already have. Nan, can you share what you mean by value add to the assets you already have? Yes. Start by inspecting what others' opportunities there are to upgrade and or increase rent. Can you install any new technology package, redo the floor, include a Wi-Fi bundle? These small tweaks with some thoughtful planning and research will make your assets more desirable within the market and will not break the piggy bank in the process. Palm, it's amazing what a fresh coat of paint and simple and modern black splash can do for space, right? For sure. As we wrap up this episode, we want to leave you with one simple reminder. You only live once. Our point being, you don't have time to slip on these investments that have the potential to grant you financial freedom and overall security. Taking this seriously will result in a more effective and powerful plan that can only benefit you. So don't lose sight of the question we ask ourselves when deciding on where and when to invest. Is there a strong submarket? What's the demographic of the resident that will be living in my apartment? How strong are the surrounding schools? What is the demand in the submarket? Are there opportunities for value add? These are some of the things that we teach our passive investors in the Kitty Freedom Club. We teach them that when they invest into an, any apartment in Fortinis, they have to make sure that they don't get caught up in the psychological trap of feeling like they have to invest in whatever property is thrown in front of them because they fear FOMO, fear of missing out. For the sake of your financial future, ask yourself, is this a good deal or is it a great deal? That's it for us today. As always, thank you for tuning in Cashflow Multiplier. Before you go, hit the review button and share this episode with a friend who you think can benefit from it. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.